Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Um, so what do we got to ramble about today? Naz, you want to start out? Yeah, I have so many. Okay, so I don't get, I realize I haven't written down a lot of I don't get it, but my first I don't get is, I think I've shared the, this story on the is podcast. Is the one that we were talking about the other day? No, no. but okay. I think I've shared this story on the podcast before, but one day I was crying over big when I was like first friends with you guys and I went to a psychic and yeah. she told me I was cursed and that I needed to buy like three long red pillar candles and meet her at a church in order to be uncursed. And <laughs> you're I, exaggerating. She definitely was like, you have to come in my back room with my crystals. No, what do you know? Open your chakra. No, this was a real, she told me how to meet her at a church with three <laughs> long red candles. It's recorded <laughs> really? somewhere in a previous podcast. I've a thousand percent shared the story. Oh, wow. Okay. Remember and I cried to my mom in the parking lot? Anyways, yeah. my I don't get it is I don't get why I didn't believe her because her ass was <laughs> right. Because I'm fucking cursed, you guys. Okay, tell us yes, everything. Tell funny. us what is okay. this new curse development? So clearly everyone followed our journey on the sutras. Yeah. Um, clearly, if you haven't and you're just happening to listen to this podcast, Ashley and Lauren um, found eight amazing bachelors for me that I blind dated over Instagram live. And then when it came to a final two, I was really excited about one and that one dropped out. And then I was equally as excited for the other one. Um, and so I reached out to him the next day and I was like, Hey, you won the sutras, blah, blah, blah. I felt <laughs> compelled to tell him that. Okay. So he had asked me like, Oh, why did you pick me? And I was like, Oh my God, this is so awkward. Like it's not, and I basically told him, it's not that I wouldn't have picked you, but I felt like because it was recorded on a podcast and he could easily mm -hmm. go listen to it, that the other guy dropped out. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> because well, it's awkward. I understand why I'm you said I'm laughing it. because my life is so sad. So it's so, kind of like when Jared had I, to tell Caitlin that he picked Brit, knowing that she would just eventually find out. So you got to bite the bullet. Wow. What a great nostalgic example, Thank Lauren, you. that we're all yeah. feeling right now. That we all are feeling. But Naz, it wasn't like you weren't going to pick who you picked. Like you were going to pick him. I mean, I felt like most our person at, yeah, most likely I was going to pick him anyway. I just yeah. felt like why I don't want to, you know, if I were to really build on this connection that I have with this guy, I'm not going to lie. You know, like that's not a good foundation for like yeah. anything. So I'm like pulling up the text now. So basically long story short, when did the sutures end? Like a month ago? No, I'd say three weeks ago. Oma, we're coming on a month and we, I have not even FaceTime with guy number seven, the guy that won. And it was so, so easy to arrange when Lauren and I were arranging it. So basically mm. he, I told him on, he won on a weekend and I was like, I'd love to FaceTime. And he's like, I'm starting a new job on Monday. This was like on a Friday. And he's like, I'm going to be a really bad texter over the weekend. And I was like, oh my God, I appreciate that so much. Like to even yeah. just say that I was like, cool. So then Monday, I don't hear from him. Monday night, I text him like, hope you had like a, you know, good luck on your day at work or whatever. Like, hope it was great. He responds like days later. Anyways, I don't think I need to read through this whole thing. I think I just feel deflated because I've like sort of followed up and, you know, I've said, I really want to like connect. I know you're busy. And then one day he was like, let's, and then he reached out to me and was like, let's FaceTime this weekend. I think that was last weekend or the weekend before. And I was okay. like, okay, great. I'm free Friday. I said, cause I had stuff over the weekend. Friday comes nothing. Saturday comes nothing. Sunday comes nothing. Monday comes nothing. He texts me Tuesday, like, Hey, want to FaceTime tonight? And it was like already like evening. And I was like, yo, like, I thought we were going to talk this weekend. I told you I was free Friday. Yeah. Like, it just, it just, you guys know I get so unattracted 
to like yeah, qualities like this. Like a, that's a, a cork of yours. And he doesn't seem, he didn't seem like the type of person that would be this way. Again, he just moved to a new city. Obviously, he started a new job. Um, but then this past weekend, he texted me. He's told me he was going to go away to Oklahoma with friends um, and that he may be back in L.A. sometime soon. But again, nothing. No set in stone plan to like FaceTime or anything. And I'm just like, wow, I really put myself out there like with all this energy, like blind dated like eight men mm-hmm. until like finally, you know what I mean? Like just even want to connect with someone maybe <laughs> that won here. this thing that dedicated time to it uh, that psychic was right i am cursed a thousand maybe, percent maybe does he know that you know what he looks like now maybe he's a little nervous that you're going to be let down i don't know actually that's a good no, question he definitely i don't think knows. So. i don't i don't think i think he still thinks it's a blind thing no you think that, that? would be a reason to be scared for sure why would he be scared? Why are people scared? I'm not Jaws. Jesus. Anyways. I don't know. So then I Ashley, mean, he did not come across as someone who would be flaky. I know. And that's why it's honestly disheartening. And so, okay, so maybe I, revisit other ones. Well. So. <laughs> okay. Actually, I do need to revisit one through one through five. One through again. seven. Again. <laughs> <No, laughs> one through eight. I oh, mean. <laughs> there were eight. Yeah, yeah. But um, where is it? Ashley, Lauren knows this, but I DM'd the other guy that dropped out. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> just, to, and? just to make things interesting. So this was after this other guy that I wanted to be with was flaky. I was like, maybe he'll tell me like why, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because he never responded to Lauren's text. He never responded which to Lauren's text. Like, send live on the podcast right so i message him i go so i guess paddle boarding's off the table now huh oh, that's he, cute. Goes, he goes hey naz i'm surprised to hear from you and i hope all is well unfortunately yes it is off the table and uh-huh. i was like had to come say hi and first of all thanks for doing sutras i was like and i think a part of me was just left wanting to know why you dropped out question mark he saw it did not respond he does what? not he, I am he not mad girlfriend. I am not yeah. mad because he does not owe me anything. So like right. he doesn't owe me anything. He didn't have to answer. He didn't he um, didn't answer to me like but he did say that it wasn't because he got in a relationship. It, he said it wasn't it was because, not of, because of relationship. Is he catfishing us? <gasps> oh. No, but his Instagram I don't have his number anymore, but I wait, do That you, would be very bold because he was on Zoom. You know, I don't think he he was going to be without a face. No, I think he had a really hot voice. Then what is it? Maybe he looked at my Instagram and was like, I'm not into this girl. No, maybe. No, he had plenty of time to look at your Instagram and did. He saw you literally freaking out on the other end with your camera on. Is that I think that, that's 100% why he's <laughs> like, this why? fucking girl's so weird because we were jumping up and down. Wow. <laughs> we were so dumb. We're so dumb. Uh, Anyways, I'm not that mad about that. But I, then I'm even really... after that, he was like, so when do I find out if I won? <laughs> exactly. I told you. He just okay, wanted to so win. You revisited number six. We've Number seven's flaky. Seven's so who, flaky. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm back on Raya. Get back on that number two train. Number two is your hookup. You think? I don't know. I'm back on the league. I'm not having much luck on Hinge. I'm still doing OkCupid. I'm, I'm on all of them. So, so we shall see. But yeah, I should have believed that psychic when she told me I was. Cause. Well, maybe we should just get some red candles just to be sure. (laughs) Lord. What's the store that we like in LA? Intuition. Oh yeah, intuition. intuition. Okay, so yeah, you guys have both all tried that shit too. Wait, you hey, guys, it worked for me. You guys know that story, right? Where Ashley and Lauren got me this um, fine love candle from Intuition that you're supposed to burn <gasps> for seven days and like leave it burning for seven days. And I was scared because I was leaving my house. You're supposed to leave it in a I bowl of to, water. I used to and leave it in the sink. In the sink. In the sink. When I would leave the house. I didn't do it so that I probably double cursed myself. I lit it for like one or two days. And then Big came over. Remember this? Big came over and there was literally, and he's like, can I use your bathroom? And there was like this big ass candle in the bathroom that says like looking for love candle. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I'm like, oh my god, I'm oh, so embarrassing. So did you funny. blow it out or did he see it? I, I still have it. It's half lit. That, that's also probably why I'm cursed. I you should, should probably, probably finish that. Tonight. Should I finish yeah, it or just buy that. a new one? Finish it and you then buy a new it. one. Okay, the, actually, I could finish it in quarantine because I'd be home yes. to monitor it. There yes. you go. Well, that's yeah. My... I don't know how these witches do it with like the seven day burn. Like, how do you not burn your house down? Oh no! I don't know. If you guys listened to last week's podcast, you know how excited we are over a Jello shot that was created by an I don't get it. Her, um, she created these Jello shots that come in like these very fancy, formal, girly-looking drinks, champagne-looking glasses. Yeah, uh, drink With, glasses. That's a, like a push-up. That oh, like, it's also a push-up pop. Yeah, it's literally the coolest invention ever, and I feel like it's been really hard to socialize with our friends the last few months. So when we heard about Ethel Ambrosia, a company that delivers this artisanal jello shots to your door, we were like, yes, we are here for this. Absolutely. It's a great gift idea too. If it you comes guys, in like, a really in, cute box. Like the packaging is very like modern millennial girl. Whereas like it comes and it looks like you're getting a present for and either you your friend or yourself. Take an Instagram of it. Yes, and I don't do that a lot, but I, I did it. I took an Instagram of it, okay? <laughs> and it's formulated by one of the nation's top food scientists and used three kinds of seaweed rather than gelatin, which makes it vegan. Yes. It's 15% alcohol and naturally temperature stable, so it can be... It won't melt. It won't melt until 130 degrees and I don't know Fahrenheit. where you live, but I, it doesn't normally get to be I mean, 130 that's pretty crazy. degrees. But it won't melt, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And not only is it amazing for you to just get, if, especially if you're in the house bored, like we, a lot of us are, um, it's so good for gift giving. And I feel like everyone's just having these virtual, socially distant celebrations, whether it's like at a park, six feet apart or over Zoom. This is the greatest, perfect, fun, boozy gift to send your friend for your birthday. Like on top of the fact that it is vegan and comes in a great cup and you don't have to put anything together because the packaging is so beautiful. Like... If you guys sleep on this, I'm telling you, it's, like, not a good idea. But like, and- this is something we're very passionate about. You can get your Ethel Ambrosia Jello Shot Push-Up Glass Beautiful Thingy at ethelambrosia.com. That is E-T-H-Y-L-A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A.com. And then the promo code at checkout is get it, and you'll get 15% off your order. Let us know in the message boards what you think about this because the I don't get it her I don't get it her that created it would love your feedback. Yes, and do not forget that not only do you guys get fifteen percent off, you get free shipping too, just for our listeners. And so you get again, to get drunk. Exactly. By eating. <laughs> so again, <laughs> ethelambrosia.com, E T H Y L A M B R O S I A dot com. Promo code, get it. Sweet Camelback, Ashley. Who knew? Well, I used to drink out of the Camelback all the time, remember? I oh love Camelbacks for hiking. Yeah, but she's just drinking it casually on the on the. Podcast. I like the way it makes me drink water so fast. I don't drink it fast. The, the sucker's way too no, no, no. small. The sucker is sucky. The sucker is sucky on all other water bottle, like, you know, thermoses. Yeah. Except for this. That's what makes it amazing. Mm. I read that if you have a straw or a sucky feature on a water bottle, you are more likely to intake more water, more agua. That's that's true. That's why I dump the water bottles, which I'm really getting environmentally friendly, guys. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was really loud. Man, Naz is so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I just never thought. What do you drink it out of? What do you drink it out of now? Excuse me, I have been reusing this. It is a plastic wa- essential water bottle, <laughs> but I reuse it. It's like one that I just reuse over and over again. No, I got into like a YouTube spiral of watching videos of the environment and like how bad styrofoam <laughs> and plastic are and like how it's really takeout that's going to destroy our planet. Styrofoam. Because think about all of the things that are non-recyclable that you get in a bag full mm-hmm. of, right. you know, that's why you got to get, get paper. Delivery. Yeah. Or just yeah. re you get reusable bags. But you know what sucks is I had so many stacked up for grocery shopping that I was using. I was so proud of myself. And then COVID happened and you can't take those into grocery stores anymore. 
Oh, the you can't reusable, use bag. reusable bags. No, no, and it makes sense. Think think about how much worse the environment is going to get because of the pandemic. Now, when you go no. out to eat at a restaurant, yeah, when, everything's going to be eat, plastic. Everything was plastic. Yeah, that's Ashley, true. But also, we say we also saved it by not driving so but much for so long. No, I'm. But I'm saying in the next year or yeah, two, yeah, yeah. there's going to be so much plastic everywhere, and oh, like yeah. reusable menus, throwaway menus, and yeah. stuff. Why can't you yeah. um, bring your own bag in? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Think of, yeah, it does. You're if putting you, your own groceries in your own bag. Yeah, but you no, but it's someone else putting it in there. You know? Like it's That's the like people. no different than me like it touching a um a bottle of orange juice and then putting it back down. Yeah. I think it's good. I don't think you should bring I, other stuff I from wore, home and potentially contaminate other people. Whatever. I wore gloves at the grocery store today. How are the good grocery job. stores over there? Good job, Lauren. They're relatively they're relatively normal. They're normal. Wait, Lauren, so you don't you... like have to wait outside to get in or anything. Oh, that's nice. Lauren, you went out to eat? What was that like? I've been to three restaurants now. What is it like? There's a whole bunch of outdoor seating. It's pretty much the same. The menus are on your phone, so you like take a picture of um... <laughs> Lauren goes, It's pretty much the same. However, she told me earlier that they take your temperature and okay. your name so as you <laughs> enter. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Here's what's different. They take your temperature, then they write your name down just in case someone gets it. They can track it through all these people and your phone number. Right. And then you take a screenshot of a barcode and then menu comes up on your phone. Take a screenshot of a barcode? Of a barcode. Like, they have on the table. So you're not touching a menu. You're just, like, reading on your own device. Oh, really? I don't know. And then then you order your food and you eat it. Yeah, but... So when you interact with the waiter, do you have a mask on? And does he have a mask he on? He has a mask on, but you take your mask off to eat. Okay. So after he's already dropped it off. They require you to walk in with a mask on, like sit down on your own table, and then you can take it off. Do yeah. you feel like, were you nervous at all? Did you feel anxious? Because like, I don't think I'll be ready to eat out for a really long time. No, I felt great about it. <laughs> <laughs> there was an article as maybe it's all the medium intaking because there's an article that was saying 1000 restaurants in LA aren't following health safety protocol. And oh, I was really? like, great. Yeah. Cause I, I know I'm being safe. I don't know what the people in the kitchen and the hostesses are being That's safe. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. But I think we're, I was like outside in like a very breezy area. Right. You right. Know. Like away um, from people. Yeah. 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 There was every other table was, open so you weren't like sitting jammed next to someone right okay so my other i don't get it that i have listed naz and i kind of we we came up with it together on facetime and then we were like oh let's save the discussion for the podcast well lauren probably won't relate to this but (laughs) since i've been working i mean working out for the past since i've been working lauren won't relate to it (laughs) (laughs) both working and working out lauren has been working um but okay so since i've been working out for two months now i'm like okay so here's the Here's the deal. Oh, here's, I don't oh, want to yeah. do it anymore. Here's the, here's like my uh, yeah. here's what I've truly not understood. So you're telling me that I've got to do this uh-huh. four or five times a week for the rest of my life in order <laughs> to stay and keep my body the way that I want to and keep my health the way I want to. What? So it just never stops. It's like brushing your teeth. Literally. You're gonna have to do it all the time. Brushing your teeth is way more critical i was i was um laughing with ashley because i was like this is so annoying because you guys know i've been on this journey with my trainer my nutritionist and um basically you know with my nutritionist like i'm trying to figure out all the triggers in my body because you guys know i'm constantly bloated and my stomach's very sensitive so she was like maybe not this maybe this maybe this and she's like maybe just like two slices of pizza and i like go to her i was like yeah but like when it goes, when I go back to normal, I was like, I'm not just going to have two. And she goes, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> this goes, is your new no, normal. No, no. This is your normal now. Or you're going to gain all your When back. I go back, you literally said that? Uh, yeah. Like in 
my head, I'm like, oh, I'm just on this journey. And that, like, I knew, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? It was like ignorance. It was just That's like, very daunting. it was like, fuck, you're right, dude. Like, I really can't go back to the way I was eating. Like, I can't have Taco Bell every night anymore. I just can't. Can she tell you about like when it might just become she did yeah she did say so once i reach i don't even have a goal but once i reach you know in my head where your body also plateaus you know like everyone's body's different i'm never gonna look like you know a stick figure nor do i want to but your body will plateau so once i reach sort of that point you do she she told me that everyone fluctuates five to ten pounds to be honest and that's normal like you're never going to, unless you are someone, you know, that's like a bodybuilder or an athlete yeah. or you're a wrestler mm-hmm. and you have to like be through a certain number. I saw a funny TikTok yesterday. It was like, all you girls got to stop asking Emily Ratatowski fitness workout. What do you do? <laughs> it's like, give us your secrets. It's like, that's biology. That has nothing to do with her workouts. <laughs> you're not going to get a waist that small ever but so also true. she's so tall and she's so biology she's yeah. so tall like give me that workout tea her <laughs> body not- is un- yeah, it's yeah her body is unreal but like it's just so funny because i think i revolve like not i don't revolve my entire day around the workout so i do every two days on and then one day off but when it's a workout day I'm like, okay, so are we going to work or are we going to work out first? And it's like, are we going to dread the workout? Are we going to put it off as much as possible? Are we going to get it in the morning? Are we going to get it over with in the morning? It like my entire day is like destroyed by these 40 minutes that I work out because (laughs) I have to, I have to like prepare myself mentally that you're going to go in for it. And it's like, do I need to eat before or can I maybe not eat anything and go into it? And then you're like, so I'm telling myself, that I have to be uncomfortable. Like I have to make my heart race and my body actually feel pretty annoyed at myself for 40 minutes a day in order to be healthy. But the argument to that is you can have really fun ways that aren't as miserable to you to do it. Like you could play tennis. You could pick up something that isn't as like annoying to you and still be That's getting like true. active you know what i mean you could go on walks yeah. with jared at night the thing that you, i think dreading is like going yeah. downstairs to that cold room and oh. like play and then you're alone and you're just doing the workout that's 100 percent. like yes. the cold room adds a lot to it the cold but room i, I don't know <laughs> there's just something about feeling my heart race you know and like you go, <laughs> It's just, it's not a comfortable feeling. I feel great afterwards. And honestly, I feel usually really good like the last 10 minutes that I'm like get a runner's high. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I can do this forever. And then yeah. I walk out and I feel really good about myself. And, you know, I feel like cleaned out yeah. and detoxed and all that. But it takes yeah. a while to get there. It's a and struggle. You're... You got to remember that end feeling. That feeling. Yeah, you end. do. Okay. So um, as a hairdresser, I noticed that when people sit down in my chair, women... Um, specifically they like part their hair a certain way to cover up balding or thinning or ask me to do a style a certain way to cover up this thinning hair and no women ever talk about it they'll put powders in to cover up the thinning they'll tease to cover up the thinning and nearly half of all women experience this by age 40 so there's this new product nutrafol that takes care of that and makes it your hair thicker, fuller, and healthier. Neutrophil. You guys I said that. And what's wild is that Neutrophil. 30 okay. million women actually experience hair loss. And it's not openly talked about. So if you're going through this yourself, and you, it can feel lonely and frustrating. And it's time to change the conversation and join thousands of women standing up for their strands. It's important to know that Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair that is very strong. It is 100% drug-free, and it's physician-formulated. They use natural, clinical, effective botanicals for better hair growth through whole-body health. And does it work? Yes, it works. 77% of women saw improvements in just 90 days. So if you're feeling insecure about your hair, your hair loss... I would definitely just give this a try because the odds are in your favor. If you visit Nutrafol.com, you can take their hair wellness quiz, which will help you pick out the proper product for you. It's customized product recommendations through that quiz that put the power of growing thicker, stronger hair into your hands. So guys, you can grow thicker, healthier hair 
and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and use our promo code GETIT to get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. Plus, you'll get free shipping on every order. But again, 20% off at Nutrafol.com, promo code GETIT, their best offer anywhere, 20% off, Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code GETIT for hair as strong as you are. Um, I had an I don't get it not revolving around working out. Now, did you have any weird punishments as like a teenager? Like what were your punishments? Like like a consequence for being bad? Are like as a teenager, not as a little kid? Yeah, like a preteen, a teenager. I don't know because you know that my family is like so fucking different. Like Latinos don't give a fuck. It's like savage. Like my mom would probably still hit me at when I was in high school, and it got so bad. When probably I, would, or she did. She definitely did. <laughs> and one time, I told you guys I ran away in high school because my parents knew me, and my dad changed the locks like um, opposite. So I basically was Cinderella. <laughs> Wait, so you slept outside? No, so he switched the lock so he could lock me in my room. Oh, <laughs> and that's they good. would take that my, is funny. And they would take my phone away. Yeah, but How, I was were you just banging on the door consistently? <laughs> no, I would sneak it? out the window and go hang oh. out with boys. And then, boys. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Why? What were your punishments? So I was just thinking the other day because I was looking for my hair straightener just to have in like my kit, and I was thinking. When I was bad in high school, my mom used to hide and take my hair straightener because I needed it that bad. <laughs> to look like Avril, of I course. I was, like, so distraught with that was my punishment. I thought, how weird is that? Like, she really found my core and stole it from me. She knew you know? what your Achilles heel she was. She knew what your my weakness was. was. <laughs> you, unique, creative, very personalized to you. Yeah, it's like, give me your straightener. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> Wait, Ashley, what was yours? I you were so good. Punished. Yeah, you were so I good. I never got punished. I remember the doors, like the hinges were off. I had no door oh, for there a was, while. there was that. Oh, okay, time. so you had like a, yeah. you had some architectural or puni- architectural <laughs> yeah. punishment. As well. Yes. That's, I just thought that was so funny about the hair straightener. Like how silly was that? I it know. worked. Damn, I was there- truly never punished. Like, can you, re- can you remember anything that I did? What? Oh, um. <laughs> Absolutely not. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Ashley, that's insane. (laughs) Do you think that because of that, your kid, there's some weird cosmic thing where you're going to get a kid that like, yes, is so awful. But that's like Jared and I were both like that. He was like kind of wild when he was like eight to 10. Okay. What, what is being wild for Jared mean? Not like putting the blockbuster tape in the wrong way when he returned Not rewinding before returning. Forgetting to rewind it. There was this one time where he was pretend wrestling. He was wrestling the air on his bed and then he broke his bed (laughs) because he was like just slamming down on it so hard and that's that's when his dad got the most mad at him. (laughs) But Um, it was like an accident. He didn't even do it on purpose. Yeah. yeah, he's just being wild, you know, hyper boy. So there was this one time when he was around that age, 10-ish, where his mom comes in the house and he planned on faking his death. So he's lying on the floor trying to be unresponsive looking and had ketchup on his wrists. Did she fall for it? No. She was oh. like, Jared, get the hell up. See, oh, kids, apparently this is why poor taste, I'm Jared. I'm like fucking so scared to have kids. Like, they can fuck with you so hard yeah. as a parent. The bottom line is, yes, I am scared that because Jared and I never got in trouble as teenagers, like we never had the teenage rebellion phase, that we're going to be stuck with a kid that we have absolutely no idea what to do and lauren's gonna have to like parent them through high school i would love to do that you're gonna be the best oh my god aunt lauren's gonna be come to the rescue for so many things (laughs) (laughs) why are you gonna be more rebellious than than you two they have to be you they're gonna be just out of control (laughs) and also having you two as parents is gonna make them go crazy yeah oh my god i just (laughs) realized having you guys as parents is gonna be like how i was brought up i feel like no yeah like so like goody two shoes and strict and like not cool i had to wear yeah, a ref- cool. i had to wear an orange reflector jacket when i rode bike <laughs> around the fucking Protective. neighborhood sure. yeah that's yes. about your safety yes ashley that's menacing and it's and i was a loser <laughs> because of it 
It's kind of like when you tell them not to do drugs, it makes them want to do drugs, or you know, vice like, versa. Are you gonna like, let you're gonna them experiment? No. Yeah. Are you gonna let them sleep? If you over? experiment, do it in moderation. If you're gonna experiment, do it in moderation. How about do it at home? <laughs> okay. Would you let them sleep over, Ashley? Sleep over at kids' houses? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I you can't. Ign- you can't make that. I wasn't part. allowed to sleep over. You aren't allowed to have sleepovers. No, my parents were well, like, we don't know what they what those parents are down for. It was the worst. Well, I think about my sleepovers, and they were very innocent. And I think about what Lauren's sleepovers would have been. They were probably horrendous. So, so just make sure they're sleeping over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or yeah. your own house. There anyway, was something any... I wanted to ask you about kids that I thought about this week, but I forgot it. So if I remember, I'll bring it up. I forget. Mm-hmm. What kind I of music? That. I don't know why I don't know this, but what kind of music does your does your did your dad listen to while you guys were growing up? Because I feel like dad you guys listened know to the things that you like, this classic rock and stuff. Yeah, Eagles, Elton John, Eagles, Elton John, Billy, Joel, Steely Dan, um, Peter Frampton, James, James. Yeah, Dad likes Peter Frampton. Okay, James I need to Taylor. talk to him about it. Then I was I just realized when it, we were Facetiming and your dad was on, I never knew what kind of music listen to he'll listen to pink floyd if he's high <laughs> which he hasn't been in Wait, over 30 years had, but i i we asked him if he would ever get high again and he said that he would listen to pink floyd if he decided to get high again <laughs> he just said that this wasn't the right time Wait, you guys have to get high now. with your dad before you come back to la i brought edibles in like a month ago and i was like dad come on and he was like absolutely not i'm too anxious right now with all this shit going on but you know that would be my dream and he goes besides i'd rather smoke it that would (laughs) be my dream to smoke with your dad and eat chicken sandwiches after oh Oh my my god God, i would definitely like you know how i always say that i wouldn't smoke unless jared decided to do it if my dad did it then i absolutely would do it yeah all right, you need to get you need to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll smoke with dad and should his he, great chicken sandwiches. It sounds he, great. He should do it on his only trip to LA because he still hasn't been. Okay, we'll do it and we'll have to videotape the whole thing and watch it the next day. Absolutely. We'll go to like Ben Met, Med Men on the corner. Yeah. That would be really Amazing. funny. That'd be hilarious. Does All anybody right. else that's listening care about this? I'm I sure. don't know. No, probably not. not I, sure, I asked no. a selfish question. But we do have a very exciting <laughs> guest. Um we are about to introduce and bring on um ashley nell tipton she is the a winner of pro the winner of project runway season 14 and we're gonna let her in and ask her some questions as a professional welder shana ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right. Here we go. All right, everyone. We got Ashley Nell Tipton on the podcast. She's a fashion designer, influencer, the definition of a creative spirit. She is the first plus size fashion designer to win Project Runway season 14. And my first question to you, Ashley, that, that I first thought of when I was like reading about you. Um, I think you're amazing, by the way, is I wanted to know how you feel about the word plus size, because I know you're a designer, but I feel like so often we hear the phrase plus size model. And then sometimes I wonder if that contributes to people feeling like they don't already belong in an industry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It is. It's a great question, because like sometimes it could be a loaded question. Sometimes it it all depends how someone asks that. Um, but to me, plus size is just a word that kind of describes the clothing that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, it honestly does not have 
a, a meaning that a lot of people put towards it. Like meaning uh, plus size means fat, plus size means ugly, all these things that we've accumulated over the years to think that plus size is bad, but it's not. It's just a word that defines the clothing in a size range that I'm looking for. Like a lot of people ask me, what is straight size? What does that mean? Why do you always say that? And straight sizes to me is just a single number that represents smaller sizes. Mm -hmm. So it's just a word that describes what it is that I'm looking for. And I hope that people out there can just accept that it's just a word and that there's not this negativity that is on it. Because if we could just move past that, then we would be okay being plus size and shopping for it. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't be, we wouldn't feel bad or be ashamed of it. Tell us about your journey on Project Runway. And did they let you use plus size models for the clothes that you created there? Um, being on Project Runway, there was really no, um, no one being represented on that TV show that was being plus size. I've seen multiple plus size designers who themselves are plus size, but aren't designing for that plus size community. So I really felt like being able to go on a platform that big and I knew that I had a mission. I knew that going on that show, I was not just representing myself as a designer, but I was representing this huge plus size community that has been underserved for years. And I finally needed to say what we've all been going through as individual people who don't feel like people are understanding us as human beings. We are the same, we're same as everyone else just because of our body shape, we're being shamed for it. So I wanted to go on there and just give people a different idea of someone who's a fat body being in the fashion world and how we want to be included. So Project Runway was very supportive towards when I got to um, the final challenge, which was creating a collection for New York Fashion Week. And I remembered um, this was behind the scenes, right? When we got notified that we were going to Fashion Week and um, Zach Posen, who's one of the um, design celebrity designers who are a judge on that show, had came up to me after we were done filming and asked me for a lighter because I was smoking a cigarette. We're all stressed <laughs> oh out. Oh my God. <laughs> That's wild. Cool. <laughs> I was like, yes, I get to share a cigarette with Zach Posen. That's wild. He's made my favorite thing that Claire Danes ever wore. Do you guys remember that light up dress? Zach Posen's yes. like, mm-hmm. yeah, vaguely, yeah. It's one of his like iconic, yeah. like looks. Like, there's a documentary. I forgot which um, network it's on, but there's a documentary that shows the behind the scenes of him creating that dress, and yeah. it just makes you appreciate him as an individual and like all his creation but anyway (laughs) um so basically he just tells me outside he was like if you don't tell the producers that you want to create a plus size collection and they don't let you do it walk away Ashley and I was like I already have it in my mind like I'm gonna go back in there and tell them that I want to do a plus size collection for my finale that that was already like before I got on the show, my family and friends would ask me, like, if you made it to the end, would you do a plus size? And I'm like, of course I would mm-hmm. do plus size collection, mm-hmm. like, as long as they allow me. And so that had always been in the back of my head, like, what if they didn't? Because every time I wanted to do a plus size collection for school or for anything, I always got that negative reaction of, like, no. Like, they're not ready. Right. So mm-hmm. I already knew that I was going to have to make that decision and I knew that I wanted to tell them. So basically we go back and film us um, going into making this collection and Heidi and Tim had already 
told me like we will support you through this designers designers (laughs) (laughs) i'm obsessed with tim gunn i'm glad you got the validation from zach posen just to keep your strength with that stance that is of course that is so sick i wanted to so we've had a plus size model and friend of ours christina on the podcast before and i'll never forget the story she told when she tried to go wedding dress shopping and how miserable that was for her and i don't think people who aren't plus size take the time to really sit and think about how hard it it actually is to find clothes even when you think about going online any everyone's been shopping online because of quarantine how often do you even see you know like plus size represented on like a retail clothing website so what are some of the struggles that like you know you've experienced in your life that like led you to want to make that you know your final fashion line on the show I mean, I've always been plus size, so I don't know life any other way. Mm -hmm. I've always struggled to find self-acceptance, people accepting me for my size, finding clothing that fits me. So I've always had this this struggle and had to um, settle for less. And there was a time where I was like, I don't want to settle anymore. I think like we are human beings who should be living life to the fullest and we should not stop just because society is limiting us from what we can do. Like, why should they be making this decision? So a lot of that just influenced what I was doing. Um, I, I have a question. I, I I'm hand. sorry. I'm going to forget it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. Sisters. Um <laughs> So do you think like a lot of plus size fashion lines are like based on how to make you look as small as possible, like illusions, all that stuff. Is your line like that or is it kind of just like embracing the curves? It's more just embracing the curves because I really think that there is this whole, not psychological, but like how your eyes focus. Everyone, all of our eyes do that. And so over the time of um, going to school and learning and being in retail, I've like learned that there is a way that you can make the eye automatically go to a certain area of your body, depending where you put your, your prints, your colors, your accessories, things like that. So there is like a way that you can do that. But for my brand, I just wanted to create clothing that allowed you to do whatever you wanted to do. Like, Mm -hmm. Why should I tell you how to wear things? I just wanted to create clothing that one, I don't see it's out there in the color that I want, the way that it should be. Because a lot of these companies don't have a plus size person behind the scenes making it. It's always a, um, a male or someone who is way smaller than the sizes. It's like, until you're in a fat body, and I say fat pridefully because I don't think anything's wrong with saying calling myself fat. Once you're in a fat body, you won't know what it is that, how we want to feel in clothing. There's like the same way you want to feel in clothing is the same way we want to feel in our clothing. But we don't want to compromise because the arms aren't big enough or yeah. the length of the top isn't. Like I, I constantly feel like we're compromising because the people who are making these clothing are not thinking about how we move and how we would like to feel and what we would like to cover or not cover. Um, so just, yeah. What brands do you think do a really good job with body inclusive body size inclusivity these days? Um, I ask because I think one of my favorite brands, good American does a pretty good job. I'd love your input on that. Yeah. <laughs> What brand is that again? Good, Good American. American. Good American. Do they carry plus size? Y- yeah, I think they think they're Do you pretty think but they, <laughs> Let me let me check Cuz I out. know they make jeans for curvy bodies but i don't know if they have no they do they, do? they, okay. they have awesome. sizes up to i just trying to figure out what the size goes up to. Do you I, think that I'm most brands like, should have like all the sizes or should there be like two separate categories? It says it goes up to a size 24, Jean. 
that's like the middle po- that's like carrying a size medium yeah just that's up not to like even, yeah okay that don't even that, that's, that's what's interesting for us i yeah. mean i'm not i'm not trying to trash any brands and i'm probably not the per- the perfect person to ask like what brands are great because i kind of I kind of just shop what's affordable for me. I don't mm-hmm. spend a lot of money on clothing unless it's something that I want really bad um, because I'm just that type of person who likes to collect clothing as it goes. And if I see something I want, most of the time I shop at Target. I feel like Target is doing a great job on their plus size clothing. People sleep on Walmart. I mean, nothing against Walmart, but um, I love ASOS. I love Iloqui. Um Sometimes I, I wear ASOS. Fashion Nova, but <laughs> I don't fully support Fashion Nova anymore. Right. Um, I get it. Yeah, but... fast fashion. I actually would love your take on fast fashion. But before that, I want to ask you, <laughs> I, I like to ask designers, like, what is your inspiration? But I truly always want to know whether it's like, because when I try and come up with really cool outfits, I'll look at like old pictures from the 70s of like cool, you know, actresses and models and like what they were wearing back then. When you're designing, there aren't that many plus, I don't know if any plus size designers. So who is your inspiration? And like, what are you basing your designs off of? Women like you. I mean, I'm constantly looking at what straight size clothing is offering and what is missing in the plus size industry and how can I combine the two? Because I really feel like companies stop themselves from creating plus size clothing because they're afraid of adventuring out into that world. And they don't think that we should be wearing a lot of the stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know why you can't make something that's in straight sizes and also make it in plus size with the same fabric or the same colors, things like that. So um, that's why I kind of just pull from what you're wearing and what is trendy right now and how can I make this something that will last more than just what fast fashion is offering Mm -hmm. I remember there was a controversy over brands up charging clothes because like they needed to use more fabric when it came to plus sizes is that a reason that they don't always do them and just how what's your general take on it I mean, a lot of companies do do that. Like, even when I'm ordering wholesale T-shirts for a graphic line, they'll upcharge me every time I want to go up to a 2X. Wow. Yeah, they ask for more fabric, but if you're... It all comes down to production and how people do production. There's so many different ways. Um, it's a whole different world. So if you're cutting multiple different sizes on a roll of fabric, you're going to use all the extra space on a fabric that you cut out a size small to cut out a larger size. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to break it down to like kind of for you to understand it, but it's what people make that excuse. Okay. You know what I mean? They'll they'll say, oh, I have to use more fabric, so I'm going to upcharge for it. But not necessarily you don't have to use. Because you're saying that if you made a small shirt that like the rest of the fabric around it would go to waste. So basically it, it it does come down to the manufacturer. It's all about how you're useful of your fabric Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. you make things, you know, sometimes people don't notice, but there might be seams on a blouse or a pair of jeans or something that doesn't seem right. Why is there a seam in the front of that skirt? Well, that's because they wanted to get the most out of their fabric. Yeah. So they created another seam, which costs more. So every seam yeah. you have on a garment will cost more. Every button, every zipper, every little thing on a garment, it starts to add up. So I also teach sewing classes. So a lot of my wow. students are like, I have more of appreciation of sewing and when I go to the stores and I look at garments, I actually flip over and see all the seams and I have more of an appreciation for clothing and how it's made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of want it. So my mom, she still has a sewing machine and she would make my costumes for Halloween and she would make curtains and stuff. And I feel a lot of my mom in general, like I did not acquire, like she loves cooking. Like I just, I feel terrible because I didn't get any of that. But I think it'd be really fun to like have a sewing machine 
I don't. I feel like <laughs> clothes are so ugly and basic now. No offense, because I, you know, I haven't seen, but I just feel like they are so boring to me. I think what Naz Naz means is like back in the seventies like and ex- earlier, extravagant. But now we're like, okay, we're matching hoodies with our sweatpants and sneakers, and that's the outfit. Like well, dressing I, up was a daily thing, and like yeah. really high quality handmade garments were more of a thing. And honestly, yeah. I wear athleisure because the alternative like isn't fun. So it's like yeah. I might as well wear this comfortable basic thing than this basic t-shirt and jeans. You know, like I I'd rather guess, yeah. be in like you know these Nike leggings. <laughs> no, I think like once you understand how to make your own clothing, you create this like uniform that is you. I mean, when there was a time that I didn't have much money, but I had so much fabric, I would create skater skirts because they were in. This is like back in 2012, 13. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was the, the, the thing to have. Believe me, in my wardrobe, I had every color, every print that you can think of because I could make them and nobody was offering them. So I think learning how to sew is, it's a, it's a skill that's dying, but I think it's so useful because you can go to secondhand stores and get something and it inspires you to create something else. Like there's just so much you can do with sewing. And that's what I try to teach my students. Yeah. Your grandma taught you how, how to sew, right? Yeah, when I was seven years Did old. Did you ask for her to teach you or was it just like you're learning? I was always a creative kid growing up. And so my grandmother would always teach me projects that she learned at her senior citizen home. Oh, <laughs> and my, so God. It was, oh my God. Like, I would learn all these things. And my grandma had been sewing. She's always been a craft person, painting. I definitely got it from her. Um but she, I loved hand sewing and crocheting. Like that's where I first started. And then she got me in front of the sewing machine and that's where I started creating things. But there came a point where I didn't understand how a sewing machine works and like what you can create. So there, be, there came this period of time where I didn't, I never picked up the sewing machine again until I was a teenager. Mm. And I had her re-help me through the process wow. of all that. So that's where I I got back into it. And she like supported me by buying me different machines that I would need to like create my collection, like help me. Going on Project Runway was like my way of like dedicating that to her. That's amazing. That's so sweet. Um, I kind of want to go off of what Naz was saying before. What are your Mm -hmm. feelings on fast fashion? Because it is so convenient and trends are changing (laughs) all the time. And so many of us are like, oh, you know, I only like an outfit. Like if I wore it three times, now I'm done with it. What, how do we feel as a designer? As a designer, it honestly hurts me as in, as a business owner, you know, like, I'm creating clothing that have so much thought into it, but my prices are, you know, they're expensive for Mm -hmm. a piece. I mean, it's, you know, I try to keep everything under 150, but some people don't understand the process. So fast fashion has hurt me in that way, but I'm guilty of buying fast fashion sometimes. Um, I tried what is it? She, Sheen? Sheen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because everybody was trying it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I just want to see what it is because when I went on the website, I got really excited of all the things that they offered. And I was like, I got to see. So I did order some stuff. I was very surprised of how horrible the quality is of it. <laughs> I but love hey, watching YouTube videos of like what I ordered, what I got. <laughs> no, and I like want to do a video, a review video Please. to kind of break it down for people like you are paying for what you get. Yeah. So don't be mad mm-hmm. because then you're just being lazy and cheap because if you really want the thing, then go and buy it. Go and invest your money. But you invested your money into something that you're going to get two wears out of it. Yeah, it's so also true. so bad for the environment. I I rather is. shop vintage. I know that's also not good for designers, Ashley. <laughs> I just think it's more unique and sustainable, you know, and it's like something that's already 
there, but I know you you have a line. Do you still have a line with JC Penny? Because you are the face I, of a line. So what's going on yeah. with that? I don't have a line with JC Penny's. We all know how that influencer contracting works. Yeah, it's I basically had about like a, one round, right? I don't understand what company's thoughts are behind this. Like I'm sorry. You but can, it's like we, we <laughs> like we'd like to know. No, more about yeah, their tell feelings. us. Spill the it's tea. Just, Right. Um, when I was introduced to this whole influencer world, it's right when I won Project Runway. So when JC Penney's came to me and said, we would like you to be the face of this brand. I'm like, what is that? What do mm. I have to do? Because I'm a designer. I'm not an influencer. I'm a designer. But according to your eyes and everyone else, I'm an influencer. So every time we were getting down to signing this contract, I'm like, I'm not an influencer. I'm a designer. So if you're hiring me, you're hiring me as a designer. I'm creating a collection. I'm not uh, curating a collection and saying that it's my collection. Mm -hmm. That is false advertisement. Like I literally got a, a real understanding of what this influencer world was going to become. Like now when I hear influencers going through these contracts and not reading their contracts, I'm like, what did you expect? Yeah, because my friends who have had lines, it's like, well, I kind of told them what my style was like. And I was able to like say, yes, I like that. And no, I don't like that. But it wasn't like they were like, for the most part. There are some who do a great job. Some of them do it and they do amazing work. It's the people who speak up. Yeah. But some of them, you know, are just a yes, no type process. Right. No, like at the end of the day, you have to remember it's all going to lie in your hands. Mm -hmm. And it's a representation of who you are with this company um i mean i did four collections with them i love three of them out of four (laughs) you know we we come to the last it's like people are ready to get out of their contracts which really suck but um i would have loved to continue on i don't Mm -hmm. think any of their plus size lines were successful after mine i still get emails about if i'm still creating with them but i'm not I'm creating for myself, but at at this moment, I've had a line that I've had for about three years, and I'm ready to adventure out into whatever is coming my way. So making face masks has been the new thing that I'm creating, mm-hmm. and I'm so, I, I feel very, very fulfilled because I'm, I'm doing something that's helping people. Yeah. And Right now, I don't feel like clothing is important for us. Right, wow. Because there's so many of the fast fashion going on that I'm okay not designing clothing. I'm cool designing accessories or designing face masks or even spreading. um, My ultimate goal is to be able to spread self-love and awareness to people. Well, you you definitely have. And I, I love everything you're saying because I feel like you are not down for anything that is not truly in line with who you are, which oh, I no. respect a thousand percent. I think that's incredible. And I definitely want to hear more about these face masks because I know that inspo is your Latina heritage, which I yes. love. Where is your family from, by the way? So my father is American and my mother is Mexican and she's from Mexicali. And um, all of her family is here now, but we're Mexican-American. Amazing. So how are you infusing that like into your designs? Well, Frida Kahlo has been a huge inspiration for me growing up, being a woman and fighting for what you believe and not allowing anyone to tell you that you can't. So she's always been a fighter and I felt like I have that fire in me and Every time I see something of hers, I always gravitate towards it. Like, I have this amazing thing. <laughs> That's, so yeah. That's incredible. I love, I love it. Her. So she's it was a very me. famous, you guys, for our listeners, it was that famous <laughs> self-portrait of her in pillow form. <laughs> best thing ever. The best purchase. <laughs> um, but I had this fabric of hers that had been laying in my studio for a while, and I've been wanting to create something out of it and I just haven't found the perfect 
project for it. And then when the face mask had happened, I decided this is the perfect time to use this mask. So I had to hunt down for 50 yards of it just to be able to fulfill like these orders that I was getting overnight for them. Like I didn't have um, an inventory because they were kind of like made to order. Like I was making them while the orders were coming Mm. in. And I was like, you guys, I think we need to get other fabrics too. And (laughs) then the pandemic, like, what was it? We were um, in COVID, like we couldn't leave. So I'm like, we couldn't get fabric anywhere. Damn. Like, and you're on it's a been, roll. Exactly. So literally this week, I am now getting my orders of fabric that I ordered three months ago. Oh, wow. And we have like, so we, we have, we got boxes of fabric in today and I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, we can't buy fabric no more. We are way over like. Well, good thing people are going to need masks for like the next five years. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I like, have to say, oh, sorry. I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it. <laughs> okay. So I like come across so many cute masks, you know, where I'm like, oh, that's cute. Um, But I never really thought of it as as an accessory or like art on your face, the way that makeup or an outfit would be until looking through your website. Like they're, they're like a way to express yourself. Lip gloss sales are down because you're wearing a cute mask. (laughs) I know. I'm like really sad. I'm like, okay, someone needs to give me a makeup tutorial on how I can still wear a mask but accessorize. But then again, honestly, I think face masks have helped my skin because I'm no longer wearing makeup anymore. Yeah. Like I get oh, to really good. just embrace the natural right. look. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, but I'm just so curious of like how we're going to have to go and do everyday things or just being in crowds of people. Like, yeah, I, that's why do? concealer remains, you know, that Kevin Aquan skin enhancer <laughs> concealer. <laughs> Uh, go to go off what Ashley was saying. I'm very much into cow print right now. I also am writing a children's book about a cow, so I'm even extra more <laughs> cow. And you have this face mask that is the cow print that I like. I was like, I have to order this. I'm obsessed with it. Is cow print it. is cow print in right now? Am I basic? <laughs> um, it's been in. I feel like oh. ever since you know. I'm just well. Kidding, animal. Just kidding, okay, no. Same. So he, it has been in. Like animal prints have been in, but I feel like they obviously they came back huge last year. Yeah. Everyone was wearing you know leopard, and then it was tiger. But I, I'm asking specifically for the cow print. <laughs> I feel like cow has been in since like late like last summer. I feel like it was slowly coming in. I feel like it was because. Oh my gosh, I forgot her name, but she had that one song, Bitch, I'm a Cow. What's her name? Oh my um, gosh. Is she up. really popular? Yes. Um, it, I don't know. I have no idea. Your listeners, please. Oh, Doja Cat. Right Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja yes. Cat. Yes. Doja Cat's huge. So, oh, I would so never I have like, come up with that. <laughs> so I feel like ever since she came out with that song, like I was seeing more plus size clothing with cow prints on it and i'm like yes plus size people should own cow print like we've been called cow for so many years that like i'm gonna wear a cow print and i don't care so it's like taking that ownership back of things that we never used to wear so that's why i wanted to come out with the cow because i feel like a lot of people would be afraid of it and then there would be a lot of people who aren't so it's like why not give them something of um, expression? Totally. Besides if, face masks, is there any trend that you're obsessed with right now or that we should be looking out for? Well, I am creating face mask chains and I really feel like those yes. are going to be uh-huh. huge trends. Yes, yes because for sure. Cause yes. you have leather, leather uh, straps and stuff. Yes, exactly. That's and genius because like, when you're walking, it's like, and you're walking by yourself, you don't have, like, you know, some people don't have it on and then you're supposed to put it on when you walk by someone else. I don't know what the rules are wherever you're listening, but a lot of people are doing that. So I feel like that's so helpful. It is. And it's like, I've seen so many people, I really study every time I go outside, how are people, um, how are they taking all of this and having to wear a face mask? And I see everyone tie the face mask either around their neck, their ears, their um, wrists or they're like putting it in their purse or I don't know. I just feel like it's collecting more germs that way. And why not just have something that's around our neck 
just like if we were to have glasses you mm -hmm. have a chain for your glasses I feel like it's this really cute vintage look if you don't mind rocking I love the idea of it um but I've just been in this world of creating accessories for masks that have been our new accessory mm -hmm. in our wardrobe like I, we have to wear them every time we leave the house to go anywhere. Um, yeah. Even the like pump gas. Asians have been doing this with their fashion Absolutely. for years and they look so cool when it's like head to toe matching mask outfits. So we got to <laughs> like get on board with that. Yes. Um, so I'm, if it looks like I'm on the phone distracted right now, it's because I'm looking at your masks and I'm obsessed with the Frida collection. Like I'm going to order these now need to know how long should we expect it to take from ordering to getting it in the mail because you if are you so backed up. <laughs> oh no, we're good now. So oh, you're you good now. Okay. Yes. If you place an order today, we will ship it out tomorrow. Afternoon. Oh. Wow. Yeah, okay. so wow. Where can people you go to find your mask? Yeah. Uh, you can go to ashleynelltipton.com. So Nell is spelled N-E-L-L. Um, so ashleynelltipton.com for anybody. Yeah, I already looked at them. I need them. them. I, I know, they're amazing. Like the first month these, that we sure were into they. this, we were so backed up on orders that we outsourced to get production because all production houses were closed. Mm. And we were like, we got to do something. So thank God our team in LA was like, we'll make these masks for you. And like, keep in mind, people are out of jobs. Yeah. So I was able to give people jobs. My my mom and dad lost their job. I was able to give Ugh. them a job wow. in my studios. Like wow. friends and family lost their jobs. Um, so literally, I've it's been a team of close people near me helping me accomplish all of this. Like, this isn't just me. It used to be three people in the office. Then we went to the max of like 10 people only in this office. And so um, we've been able to make over 15,000 masks, sell them as well, and donate wow. over 5,000 masks to wow. Frontline. Wow. I am That's so awesome. proud yeah. of you and inspired by you. you. This is so amazing. I also want to plug your Father's Day collection. Um, that's you guys like support <laughs> local businesses, support Ashley. Like she's doing such great things. Um, and this Father's Thank Day collection is good. I got to get my dad one for sure. Cause he's yeah. just like going out with like this ugly bandana and it's like, you're still representing <laughs> me. Like gross. <laughs> you need the denim daddy. It's like a <laughs> denim inspired pants like um it's literally made out of denim yeah i'm looking um, at it right now that it's super cool and it has a little pocket you put whatever you want in That's there super cute <laughs> i love thanks it. for my boyfriend for modeling that he's so <laughs> cute yeah, i adorable. love it all right well ashley thank you so much for joining us you are beautiful inside out i love your energy and Thank I you. want your eyes. <laughs> My what? Your eyes are stunning. My eyes on. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. It is Ashley Nell okay, Nell Tipton dot com. Yes. Yeah, and your Instagram you is your what? Best. Ashley Nell Tipton. Amazing. Don't forget it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Ashley. Well, thanks for coming on. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you. Bye. I don't get it. Podcast.